I, I personally thought it was a really good idea, guys. I don't know about you. I liked it. I was playing it. It was a little clip. It's YouTube. But no, you guys shot me down. Once again, I, I tried to bring creativity to the show. And once again, you slammed me. Well, let me let me go back for the listening audience because the listening audience is only going to hear the first part here. He tried to play a clip, and I'm assuming it's something Caddyshack related due to what we have on tap here in a little bit. But yeah, it, it did not come through. It was it was very poorly executed, just like your golf swing. But good news is we are going to be helping you out for the next you know couple of swings there on on Monday, so that way you don't have to worry about it. Christian, come on, you're my you're my bro here. You're my boy. Alan, I'm not. You got I'm, nothing. I got nothing, dude. It was bad. absolutely nothing. Square and nothing. All right. Well, that's well, a good start. Great, great start to the show. All right, perfect. That's that's passionate. That was that was a great lead in. I I loved it. And uh, I'm Alan Depew, Christian Azanis, Andrew Depew, the 19th Hall Podcast, and we got a lot on tap. We've got um, Cadence Corner Golf Outing. Much conversation about that here uh, shortly. We're obviously going to talk about the Open Championship. Maybe a new let a new uh, superstar in the making. Possibly we're going to maybe throw in a little conversation about the 3M. Maybe we'll throw in a little bit about the uh, Olympics there, Christian. But I want to start it with, Andrew, you sent all these show notes, and I thought the funniest story of them all. My driver sucks. Why does your driver suck? Once again, Christian, come on. Bryson, my oh, driver sucks. come on. That, that – that's that's ages ago in golf news. That's that's ages. Yeah, but but it's not since we've had we were all together, and I want to okay. talk about that's it. That's a good point. That's a good point. Well, yes, the the best the best thing for I mean, let's be honest, the the best line of the entire weekend had to be the Bryson uh, and and Brooks feud taking to a whole new level between the my driver sucks and then literally in his post round conference he goes, I love my driver. It's fantastic. I'm driving the ball. Drove, I'm driving, driving the ball. The ball Acting, and then you got Cobra's R&D guy uh, going straight up and saying, um, yeah, he's acting like an eight-year-old. So it was um, it was an interesting week at the at the Open. There was a lot of different things going on. Let's put it that way. Christian's over there shaking his head emphatically. Bryson's a bitch. I'm sorry. <laughs> I had to say it. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, you're, you, you, you suck right now at golf, in my opinion. Okay, like you're not playing well. Everyone on the on the tour hates your guts, especially Kepka. I saw nobody wants to play with you. All right. It's like Patrick Reed hanging a baton over for the most hated player. Yes. Did you see that meme? Well, did you see that meme? Wait a minute. At least we know who Stricker's gonna pair together at the Did you you see the meme, Christian, online? Oh yeah, I saw it. The meme online was literally it had a picture of it was a it was a, a relay runner for the Olympics and it was Patrick Reed handing the baton off to Bryson DeChambeau who looked like he was the he was the final leg runner. It was it was something to say the least. Look, it was it was Bryson hilarious. Needs to keep his mouth shut, okay? It's not the driver buddy, it's the person that's swinging it, okay? Not the 135 drive. miles per hour, according yeah, to Yeah, exactly. Maybe you should stop eating 5,000 calories a day, bulking your body up, ruining it for later in your life, and start actually focusing on the fundamentals of golf and putting the ball in the hole. 
ever since you collapse in the US Open a few weeks back, you've not been the same person. Now you're blaming your equipment in front of your own actual manager, which is which is stupid, idiotic. If I was Cobra, I would have dropped him right there. Oh, he's done. He's got to be done. The minute they said, hold on one second. The minute they said that, the when Bryson said that driver sucks, if I'm the CEO or the president of Cobra Golf, I'm dropping him on the spot. No questions asked. But do you, let me I, ask you I this: Find some some other company to work for. I, I saw this on uh, I saw this on the on the um, telecast that they were talking about that, and they were saying that you know for for a guy like Bryson to do that, like he's already had a lot of negative going against him, and then you go and take a look at him and go, now he's talking bad about sponsors. Like he's only further digging it. Like what happens if they get dropped? Like who's going to want to sign him? I mean. They're, they're the nervousness of like another company, like a TaylorMade or a Titleist. They're just not going to want to sign him because they don't know what what to expect. He's just gonna he could come out of nowhere and just blame their product when it has nothing to do with their product whatsoever. He's the biggest head case right now in all golf, and nobody wants him. Nobody wants to play with him. Nobody wants to associate with him. But a few months a few months ago, we were all talking about he he is he is Mister. Everybody's talking about him. Has it shifted from everybody's talking about him, dominant performance at, at Wingfoot, right? The experiment. And now the experiment has moved to, and now he's, his public PR is. Bryson, this is, this is, you can, you can quote me on this. Bryson will never be a Colin Morikawa. He will never be a Brooks Kepka. He will never be a Tiger Woods. Okay. Bryson DeChambeau is going to be the next Ricky Fowler, but he has one major under his belt. I, I disagree. I think he'll get another major done. I think he's that good of a player to get it done. But what I think is the difference with, with Ricky and with, with like a guys like a Colin Morikawa, we're going to go deeper in this when we recap the open here in a, in a second, a little bit more, but like Bryson is, he, he, he's so adamant that this is the only way that it can get done. And he's not willing to change. Like, I mean, he was hitting irons and in perfect position but then still took driver for no reason. Why? You're hitting a four iron 260 yards. It's as far as you need to hit it. He thinks he can bomb out golf courses. I mean, you can't bomb link style golf courses. You have to play link style golf courses a, certain, a different way than you play courses over here. You have to be meticulous. You have to dissect them and you have to hit the tar targets, even the targets in the fairway. You have certain areas that you have to hit because it sets up the best angle of attack to bounce it off of another mogul into the green. Yeah, Wingfoot, wing, the, the reason, the reason, the reason that Bryson was able to be successful at Wingfoot, and I still am adamant about this, is Wingfoot as a overall U.S. Open course was a lot shorter than most courses out there, and because of that, he was able to overpower where he only had wedges only in. When you saw him at at at, at the U.S. Open this year. It was set up so much longer. He didn't have a chance to do it. Like, even if he was in the roughly, he was still hitting seven, eight irons. That's that's a big difference. And so, like, you, you can't always be – like, we would love to add 30, 40 yards to our drives. Every single one of us would say yes in a heartbeat. But I'll tell you right now, like, and I don't care if it's me, you, any guy on tour. Like, if you ask them, would you rather sit in the middle of the fairway or in the in the deep rough? They're going to pick the middle of the fairway because any good player knows they can put spin on the ball versus in the rough. You can't. That's it. End of story. Well, he did hit 42% of his fairways at Wingfoot. So, I mean, got had that goal for him. Yeah. 
I would take hitting the ball 280 down the middle of the fairway every single time and blasting it 350 and hitting it in the rough. I think, you would say, I think you would say that if you're not Louis Oosthuizen because Louis, Louis would, would beg to differ. Louis, Louis, it's a heartbreak for Louis, obviously. I mean, I was really rooting for Louis. Um, I, think the gol- I think the golf world was. I think they I were. Mean, and, and, the and, I think they were really rooting for entering, entering the final round, he had lost seven majors by a total of 12 shots. Yeah. And, and he talks he, about how good a player like, Louis is. I mean, no, we talk about it, but like nobody actually understands how good of a player he is. Louis right? is the definition of steady Eddie. Of course he is, right? I don't know what happened to Louis on Sunday. I mean, he didn't play his best golf. Obviously, a few bogeys came around. Mark Cowan speed, they played better than him. I mean, there's I no, they just. Made I don't know. I don't know. There, I don't know. There may be a new steady Eddie involved, and he's he's well, really good. Yeah. So here here's the thing. First and foremost, I am never going against my beginning of the year picks moving forward. I'm just going to have the world, listening audience know that because even <sighs> though I didn't pick him. I was really kicking myself for not picking him, watching him walk it down the final 18th fairway, knowing I could have come in here and just bragged for the living bragging rights of all time against you guys. Um, here, here's a couple of things. So, and I can't remember the exact. Now you feel story. like Louie. Now I do feel like Louie. Um, here's a couple of things that I, and, and we're going to go, we're going to go recap. So we'll go a little bit deeper here. Um, I don't have the exact stat for the Louie um, one. Cause I only saw it just briefly on, on, on air, but um, we're, he was in the last like certain amount of majors. He was like 11 out of 13 in top fives and top tens. I mean, this dude is up there every single time, no matter what the situation is. Um, Colin, on the other hand, Colin is two for eight. So 25% yeah. he's winning a major. Yeah. He is the, he is the first he is the first. He's the first person ever to do it with. It, he's, with no, he's the first person to win win two majors in his first start debut. Yes, 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 in his debut. Which then the, I, I was I was truly sitting back and trying to appreciate it because like they kept talking about the history that Colin was presenting, and it makes you really wonder. Colin, like we saw the run by Brooks, we saw the run by Spieth, we saw the run by like Rory. I'm truly believing, though, based on the way that this kid's game is and how steady he is and how straight he hits the ball, he could be, and I, and I know we're getting aggressive here, we, he, he could be the next version of Tiger in majors. Like, this guy is built right, for majors, and that's end of story. Oh, we're going to go there. We are going to go there. Two for um. Boys, I'm out of here. I got to go drink to that because that was the most idiotic thing I've ever heard. Of no, life. it's not. It's not. He's <laughs> he's the only guy in in golf history to win two majors in his open in his in his debut. Okay, he's won 25 percent of them, and the only thing he was on pace to break Tiger's record for consecutive made cuts since going pro, and he missed it. And he himself tells people that that was one of the ones he wanted to he wanted to break. Like we're talking about stats that are lining up with Tiger Woods. We're not talking stats like just Joe Schmo on tour. This is Tiger Woods we're talking about. And this kid has not even hit his prime where we're starting to see these guys hitting primes at 28, 29, 30. Like this guy's got years still before his prime. That that's unheard of. Well, I think he is a talent. 
I think Tiger was dominant. I don't think you're ever going to see that type of domination because of the depth of the tour, which we've talked about. And now everybody's talking about is the depth of the tour is just out of control. Um, I don't care. I don't care what you say. In my opinion, the kid is the only, he may not have the dominance to straight up come out and, and manhandle a field like a DJ, but. No, you know, you know, let me give you an, let me give you an analogy. He is the, he is the Greg Maddox. I don't even know if you guys remember Greg Maddox, famous Atlanta Braves pitcher. He is the Greg Maddox, I think, of the PGA Tour. He is pinpoint accurate, insanely accurate. And you know what? And and here's the thought. So I'll throw one more thing. He is he, unlike Bryson, is a PR gem. He's got him singing to his caddy, "Happy birthday!" On the he's. He's given props to the low amateur. You know, he's acknowledging that his caddy gave him tips to get his puttings back on stroke. He is humble beyond belief. There's pictures of him. There's pictures of him wheeling the claret jug through Heathrow. He is, in my opinion, the reason I say this is he's also the type of guy that he is not going to, he doesn't stop getting better. Like you only hear stories about him going to other players, going to, you know, ex players of the tour that are champions on, on tour and asking how he can get better. Like he went to Marco Mira and and changed his putting grip because he thought it was going to help him out. And, you know, my big thing with Colin is he's only been in eight majors. We, we think of him as this like perennial yearly guy, but he's only played in eight total majors. This was his first major with fans, mind you. And, and And, actually, most of those, I think he was an amateur, if I remember right. Yeah. Well, and, and my other thing, and we'll get into Jordan then, because this, it kind of, it goes one to two, but every time Colin got out of place, Colin got back into place and drained very, very clutch putts and handled it with maturity and had this just like tunnel vision with him on Sunday. And the only guy that I've ever seen have that ability if he gets out of place is, is Tiger Woods. That's it. So. Okay. Christian, what do you got? I would not, I'm not going to compare Colin to Tiger yet, ever, probably ever. I mean, I'm still taking Brooks <laughs> major over Colin um, just because it's Brooks. I think Brooks is more consistent when it comes to majors. I'm taking John Rahm currently right now in a major over, over Colin. I think John's just more consistent than Colin is. Um, Colin's a phenomenal player. I won't deny that. Um, you know, and he played phenomenal at, at, uh, Royal, uh, Royal St. George's obviously, you know, but comparing him to Tigers, that's a tall order. I don't know if I agree with that yet. I gotta see more out of him to do to 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 compare that. Let me let me ask you this. Let me. We're at the end of the year major. He's going to Tokyo. He's gonna obviously. He's number one on the Ryder Cup. Okay. Yeah. He comes out next year and wins another couple because he could. It's a different story then. But I'll, I'll put it this way: if if Colin or when Colin goes to um, when Colin goes to Tokyo, okay. And he plays his golf, and he doesn't win a medal. 
And what? If he doesn't win a medal, I, I don't take anything away from it. Justin Rose won a medal, and he he, he wasn't playing. It wasn't like he was playing lights out before, in my mind. I know, but some people say that an Olympic medal is more important to them than a major. For I, that's that's insane. From a golfer, that's insane. I, I, I I'm, not, I'm not saying that's to be true. I'm just saying that some people may say that. I I don't. There's if, I if, if you, too. I would take a if, major for an Olympic, but I'm just saying with how hot he is right now. And now, if you if you take and go a, like a generation or two down the line where golf, if golf stays in the Olympics long term, where it becomes more of a thing, maybe because now it's something that like generations have experienced and they like can be able to show it. Right. But my my issue with the mate with the major argument versus the gold medal is it's like you only see that once every four years. All right. And somebody has one good week and automatically is the, is the champion versus a major is every single year, four times a year, five. If you consider the players as a, as an unofficial major, which a lot of the guys do like that is, those are the tournaments that people care about. Like those are the tournaments that people are like, okay, when we're tallying ourselves up against the Jacks and the Tigers and the Sam Sneeds, these are the ones that we're going to be like, okay, this, this is the number I got to break. So I do could put him in, in comparison. Now only time will tell if he can continue the run, which is where I started my point of he's got to continue to have this success. But if he does, he's the next version of this in this generation's version of tiger end of story. Like we've, we've seen Brooks now fall off. Brooks hasn't won a major and he's been injured. And injuries we've seen can can cause a lot of issues on 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 a guy's career. So I just think that Collins sets up for majors way better, in my opinion. Could be right. I guess time will tell on that. Brooks hasn't won a major. There's been seven ma- seven majors played since he lifted the hardware, and you're now casting into the side. And how many of those did he finish top five? How many times the open? Let, let's look back at the literally the last one. The open. He has one final good round, and everybody else has kind of fallen off on the on the final round, and that's the only reason he got even close to the top of the leaderboard. Okay, sign of a sign of a player right there to come out there and give it a give, let me try to make a run up the board. Shot sixty five on Sunday. Seven seven majors, according to guys like Rory's standards and Tiger's standards, is a lot. So you're 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 going to take Colin Morikawa right now as your master's pick for next year. All I'd right. have to, I'd have to wait and see how the rest. We of the don't even have to have the, the new year's Eve show, Christian. We got it right now. I'd have to see how I'd have to see. You know, so, I'll, I'll be honest. Like I have to see how the rest of the season stands and, and if it, okay. how he finishes, but like he's yeah. healthy, everybody's healthy. The next year you're, you're saying that you would rather take Kyle Morikawa in any major next year over anybody else. I, I literally took him at the beginning of the year for the open six months, seven months in advance. The only reason I didn't take him was because his putting had been suspect. The last I would I would say that the top three guys out there right now, if I had to put money on it, had to save the house, but rent, bet the mortgage, I'm going to bet it on three guys. I will bet it on Colin because I think he is a talent. I will bet it on John Rahm because he's in fuego. And I would absolutely continue to bet it on Brooks Kepler because he has a killer mentality when it comes to majors he's an he's an assassin when it comes to majors they're the top three players in my opinion in the world 
right? When it comes to majors, right? I personally think Collins is the second best player in the world. I think he's playing better than JT. I think he's playing better than DJ. I think John Rahm, obviously, as of this very moment, I think we can all agree that he has definitely made that step ahead as the number one player in the world. However, Colin has a different vibe to him. Okay. Colin, aim small, miss small. That's what you always heard that on Sunday at the open, right? Again, I'm not, uh, Colin's a phenomenal player, and I think he's going to have a very, very, very successful career on the PGA Tour. And I do think that he'll win a lot of majors. Um, do I think he's going to beat Tiger or Jack? No, I don't. Right? I don't think he. I don't think he's going to get to that. I'm. What I'm saying with when I'm comparing the two is I think he is going to be the guy that if I have to put money and I know that I have a dominance performance in a major moving forward for this generation, he's the guy I'm picking. Well, let's talk about the guy who is the guy that was the last guy of this generation. Which, so here's the, here's the other thing. Um, so Spieth, obviously, getting a couple of notes. Struggled, and he himself even said, struggled 17 and 18 on Saturday. 17 and 18 cost him the major, if you want my yep. honest opinion. Absolutely. It wasn't even 7 and 18 on, on Sunday where he didn't really, like he had some opportunities down the stretch. 17 and 18 on Saturday is what cost him the major. He had two birdie opportunities sitting middle of the fairway. Perfect. And he bogeyed them both. Um, my, again, my opinion, Spieth, every chance and every little run that he got on, Colin saw that and closed the door and didn't even give him a breath. And I think Spieth played well enough. If you take Colin out of the field, obviously, to get that job done, I think I think Jordan, we can finally say, even though he didn't win the major, I think we can finally say that if Jordan's game stays like that, he's back. That's that's my honest truth. I don't think I don't think the age of Jordan missing cuts at majors is going to happen anymore. I think he's figured it out a little bit. Um, but I think Jordan. Jordan wasn't nobody was beating Colin. Nobody was beat like once that kid got ahead, that kid locked it down and shut the door and said, yeah, have a nice day. We'll see you back in the States. Like Jordan couldn't do anything. I mean, he made a clutch birdie putt and then Colin drills a 30 footer. What are you going to do? Christian, what do you got for that? It's tough because Colin got lucky coming down the stretch. Okay. He got very, very, very lucky on that back nine on Sunday. Okay. Just barely missing a bunker that easily could have kicked left or right for him. He could have been in the fairway bunker. That's a pitch out. You know, then he pulls it left on 15 over the green or 16, whatever hole it was. He has a nasty ass lie. Next thing you know, he chips it onto 15 feet and somehow makes the putt. Okay. This could have ended up being very, very, very different. So I do, I don't think Colin was in control of this golf tournament. If I'm being honest with you, I think he got very lucky. Okay. And I do think that if Spieth made say another birdie and posted 14, maybe had another mental swing with Colin. Right. But Colin did not play well from 12 to 18. In my opinion, I don't think he played his best golf. Right. He got up and down and drilled like two or three 30 footers for par. What do you mean? That's, that's not his golf. Okay. That's not, that's not his best play. That's what I'm saying. He got lucky coming down the stretch. I, you, I, you shouldn't have the name of the name of the game is getting is the game of good misses, right? I mean, I understand that, but so so if Colin didn't make those putts on fifteen or sixteen for par, those longer putts, okay, he made that putt on birdie, or he made that birdie putt on fifteen. Okay, that was like a twenty-five foot, thirty foot putt for birdie, and he had a really crappy chip to begin with. 
right? If he misses that putt, he misses the putt on 16 for par or 14, whatever hole it was. Would would you consider would you consider that he lost that golf tournament? If, if they, if they playoff, win, I don't think I, I think they would have gone into a playoff, and I think Colin okay. would have. I think Colin would have still come out on. I'm top. just saying. I, I definitely think that birdie right there on 15 with how bad of a chip shot that he hit and how poorly that was played. Okay. At that very moment, the tournament was over because then Colin had a smooth sailing, smooth sailing from there. Okay. But he didn't strike the ball. Well, the last six holes. True. I, foot par, par, par. I, 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 I can't just, I can't totally wow. disagree. Cause I, I remember texting you in the group chat and being like, hey, he's backed only one up. Yeah. And, but then, but then I go back and I, I relook at that and I say, okay, well, that's the case. But then he just drills one and get and takes the lead right back to a commanding a two-shot lead. So, no, like, I, I can't see a bat like him getting lucky and having a bounce go his way. Like, that could have happened to Jordan and, and then reverse could have happened. Like, that's golf. That, right? but that's sure. golf. I mean, that's how you win, that's how you win majors. I just he, think that's, you win, that's how you win. That's how you win the World Series. That's how you win, you know, the Super Bowl. You get, you get a couple good breaks your way, plain and simple. Exactly. I yeah, think, think we can all. I think we can all agree, though, that because it was the beginning of the year, we talked about Jordan making a shift, swing coach, and we said, "Oh, at least six months before he's back." He's back. He is back. He's uh, back, and he he's on the Ryder Cup team, in my opinion. He's got to be on the Ryder Cup. I don't team. see how Steve Stricker can look at him and be like, "Oh, I'm going to keep you off the team." If I'm being quite honest with you, I'd take Spieth right now over Bryson. If I could swap picks, <laughs> yeah. Could we? I mean, I, mean I don't think Bryson, in my opinion, the last five, besides the U.S. Open last year, he hasn't. What has he done? Look, the end of the, the end of the, the end of won the story. The of, won, won, wait a minute. He won the Arnold Palmer, which is a similar type of golf course. In in, in some respects, to uh, Wingfoot. True. Got got some got some rough. It's not exceptionally long. But. Bryson's going to be a head case no matter where you go. Obviously, I, he doesn't. I, I think. Well. I think the, the moral of the story is we got it. Let's 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 let the listening audience know because we always joke that we that we don't know what we're talking about sometimes, and sometimes we do. But I, I think we truly nailed the you know nailed it on this. Jordan is back. We we thought that Jordan would come back. Jordan came back. Even though I didn't pick him last week, we got the we got the Open champion right. And and quite frankly, we said all along that Bryson's game is just not long-term success. Like he had a great short-term success and long-term still like in the future to be determined. But from what I've seen, every guy that's been winning majors since has had a, the traditionalist, let me hit it and play it the way it's supposed to be played. Now you have some long bombers versus some shorter guys, but they still play the game the way it should. It shouldn't be bombing it 400 yards and then scrapping it out of the rough. No, every one of those guys keeps the ball in front of them. Yes. It still percent. takes a beat. Yeah. thousand percent. The other thing I will say, uh, at the end of the day, Jordan and Colin both, they kept their nerves. They kept their nerves nice and calm, which obviously we can't talk about calming the nerves without bringing up our good friends over at Yips. They are the official CBD and herbal supplement of Golf Talk Live and our 19th hole podcast. So definitely need to try them out because we only present out the best products out to you guys. They are the world's first full spectrum CBD supplement as well. They have figured out a way to create a product with zero loss to the degradation and plant strain and profile known as the Lacey effect for all of you 
science guys like me definitely need to check it out. It's pretty cool. Um, little process that they showed us. Yips is made with no toxins, additives, or chemicals like other big CBD brands and is created with all organic, non-GMO, and gluten-free ingredients. So it's only putting the best in your body, which is obviously ideal. If you're looking to get a hold of this great product, be sure to try our code GTL10. Again, that's code GTL10 for 10% off and start getting your 10% off on your first purchase right now today. Go try them out, yips.co, our good friends. And uh, yeah, obviously uh, definitely was needed if, if, if you were going to be in my shoes or in, I guess more importantly, Colin's shoes on Sunday. Okay. Christian, what else is going on in the world of golf? Well, we got an event this week, obviously, with, with, the, with the boys after the Open. Um, 3M Championship. That's always a fun event to watch. Um, you got a couple of big names played um, at this event. Again, um, I'm very excited to watch it. They're over in Blaine, Minnesota. And, um, yeah, it's, it's going to be a lot of fun to watch. It's going to be a, thoughts it, on it. It's going to be a very traditional golf feel, in my opinion. I think the 3M is kind of becoming a uh, – unfortunately, it's it, it fell the week after the, the major there. But I think it's going to be a great show for some guys that need to kind of make a charge and, and put some some points up on the board for the season-long race. Um, there's a couple of guys that are in the field that I'm going to be interested to see how they recover, quite frankly. Um, Ricky Fowler's in the field. Tony Finau's in the field, but most importantly, like we just spoke about, Louis Oosthuizen is apparently going to be in the field. Now that could change, but again, just going off of that, it, it, you just lost a major. I, I'm curious how he's going to play. So um, overall, it should be a really good week. Uh, a lot of the guys that are going to be playing in the uh, in the Olympics next week um, are going to be kind of taking this week off, kind of relaxing and resting. So. Um, some different names are going to be on the board, which would be nice. Yeah, I, I agree. This course, um, TPC Twin Cities, is a great a great track. Um, you know, it really shows um, a lot of, like, your character as a golfer, obviously. There's really not an easy hole on there. Um, I, I do like your point, Andrew. I'm, I am very curious to see if Louie does play, how he does, how he reacts to um, losing yet another major. Honestly, I mean, that's technically two in a row now for him. Um, so I, I'm very curious to see how he acts. I know DJ's in the field, Sergio's in the field, Bubba's in the field. Um, so there, there'll be some big names up there. But, um, yeah, I'm very excited to watch it. And uh, hopefully that this weekend when we're all together, we can uh, we can watch a little bit of it. Because it's being played up in the, uh, up in the north. Um, the captain, Steve Stricker, yep. teeing it up. Don't, don't overlook him. Well, now that you're saying no, no overlook. I mean, let's let's just get right to it. Who, who's your pick for this week then? Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna actually shock you, Robert McIntyre. Really? Yep. Christian, you you look painful over there that right was now. My freaking pick. Yeah. Now wait a minute. Well, let me ask you. Does does him pumping it like a hundred yards ob on fourteen at the open have anything to to do with it? No. Random guy, just random. Okay, Christian, I'll I'll let you I'll let you go last since he, he stole your pick. I'm actually going to take a uh, a guy that happily surprised me, um, playing very very well. Older guy too, 
and that's going to be Stuart Sink. I think Stuart Sink is going to make a good run. Um, he's a solid, solid player all the way around. And um, like we said, this is a very traditionalist style golf game and, and golf tournament here. Um, so you're going to be able to need to, to do pretty much about everything. So um, should be an interesting one and, and a good one to watch. Well, both of those guys were on my top three. Yeah, I was actually looking at Stuart Sink also. So I guess I have no choice. All right. And no, I'm not going with Ricky. I'm going to go with DJ. Do you wow. find it? Let me ask you this. Do you find it interesting? Matthew Wolf is in the field. Yeah, he ain't going to play well. He's going to miss a cup. He's Hot obviously take. he's had some success here before. Hot take. I, I, more importantly, do you think Ricky makes the cut? Let's, let's, let's get to your boy. I mean, do you think Ricky makes the cut? I think Ricky comes top 10. Top 10. More points on the leaderboard than he's had ever before this year. So, exactly. Well, I look. think it's time for Ricky to put the bullshit aside that's going on and he needs to start focusing on golf. He's seeing these guys come up here playing super well, beating him all the time, beating him left and right. You know, they, he needs to now focus on golf. He needs to start going to taking what Collins approach, go to, go to a veteran that's done it numerous times. Maybe go ask him for advice on his putting. I don't know. Maybe Steve Stricker, one of the best to ever do it. Get some advice from him. You got to put the ball in the hole at the end of the day. He's a good ball striker. He's been hitting it solid, but the short stick has not been doing him solid this year. And that's really unfortunate because this, or this is the same guy that came top four or top five and each major a few years ago. All right. So I'm going to move on because I don't want to slight them, but the ladies have a major. Ladies do have a major. They're over in, oops, where'd it go? I lost it. They're over at the Avion, right? Uh, I believe so. Yes. I don't have it pulled up in front of me, but yeah, I, I believe I just, so. I just lost it on my phone for the love of God. Anyway. Yes. Not all of them are there. Same story. A lot of people taking off. A lot of people getting ready for the Olympics. Um, Cortez are going to be there. So I think we can just stop and just admit that that's probably who we're all going to pick because they're on fire. They are on fire. You're right. They are so, on fire. Um, quite frankly, I mean – I haven't gotten really through because I, I I saw a lot of the big names like you mentioned are going that are going obviously the Olympics aren't, aren't playing so I'll be honest I was looking forward to watching the women's the women's uh, Olympics because it'll be a it'll be a sh- star-studded cast but um, yeah the Cordis sisters are obviously going to be the favorites those are the ones going we're going to want to watch obviously don't want to slight them but um, the end of the day you, those since, those, those, since we both touched on the Olympics. I actually think what's going to be interesting is who's not going to be at the Olympics. Sergio's out. Martin Keimer's out. Louis's out. DJ's out. So this could be a lot of players that are not attending. I believe John Rahm is in, though. Well, why are you why are you getting the week ahead? We got we got that on the schedule for next week, man. Come on. Unbelievable. Oh. Well, because our show next week is going to be kind of full. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But – Yes, there's going to be a lot of guys that are going to be not playing. I think the loom of 
of COVID still out there is is definitely having a play. I think some other issues are having a play too. Um, I, I don't know. I, I I'll be honest. I'm not going to be upset because it's only help for the most part. A lot of the guys that I'm worried about that could steal a, a medal from the U.S. are are not playing on the men's side. So I, I like our chances. I'm not going to lie. So I'm okay with it. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Really quick, going back to the LPGA to make it fun, I'm going to pick Lydia Ko for that event and not the Corda sisters just to make it fun and interesting and, you know. Um, but going back to the Olympics, I think it's going to be a very big disappointment if two Americans don't medal, in my opinion. Now, let me ask you this. If you had a, if you had a man in a yeah, men's, men's or oh, women's. Men's. Sorry, men's. I do think, though, that it, uh, is it confirmed? Are I think JT can medal and Colin better fucking medal. I don't care who it is. Colin better medal. With how well Colin's playing right now, there is no excuse why he should not be meddling, at least for a bronze, silver, or gold medal. There is absolutely you no have Bryson in the field, too. No, Bryson's not going to play well. He's too messed up in the head right now to, to go out. His driver sucks. I love my driver. I've heard that, actually. I love my driver. I can't wait to see you just pipe a ball on one and just look over at, at, at Pops on at the tournament and just be like, Told you, Alan. Told you. <laughs> you know, I, I, I love my driver, right? And I, you know, so. Well, but but you know what, Andrew? What's that? I have in my bag. What do you have? The Survivor Golf Team. Thank goodness. We can actually have a ball out and play that might be actually semi-usable. I have the Survivor Golf Team, which is the lowest ball spin rate, the greatest overall distance. Helps me. Maximum ball speed. Advanced polymer construction. As it's been tested, it is made by, with, oh, where is my notes there? Engineer grade polymer. The center prong technology with external balancing prongs provide the lowest friction between the golf ball and the golf tee. It's got height, or, uh, height gauge, allows for consistent tee depth. It's the most advanced golf tee in the world. It gives the longest rollout. And let me just tell you this, boys. I'm hitting it like 235 now. Yeah, you're nervous. I know. But it'll be okay. I'm very nervous. Survivor golf tee is making me hit the ball further. I'm very nervous. Listen, at the end of the day, we need somebody to hit a 235 center of the fairway so that way Christian and I can just, you know, smoke it the way we're supposed to. But um, quite frankly, I'm glad that you have those. The extra five yards is going to help because that way we, again, if we do need to take yours, it's a little bit closer to the hole. But obviously, we've, we've talked about it a little bit. Let's let's get to the topic at hand. This is a look-ahead show to our big event that we are going to be a part of, uh, the Caden Corner uh, Golf Charity Tournament. Obviously, we're also not going to be just playing one round of golf. We got to make it worthwhile. So we're going to play some other tracks while we're down there. That way, we can you know get some warm up rounds. So, Dad, why don't you kick us off? Let, let's let, let let's let the listening audience know a little bit about the Cadence Tournament, but also where we might be teeing it up this weekend. Well, we're, we're the, our first stop on the tour while you boys come in for the weekend, which is a celebratory weekend in itself, because. By the way, Christian and I do have a bottle of JMO waiting for you. So just so you know, is that my is that my pre birthday present? Dude, are you kidding me? <laughs> Why would you ruin that before we go down? 
Oh my aching tentacle. Are you serious? Aching tentacle? What the hell is an aching tentacle? I don't tentacle? know. I couldn't swear. I didn't want to swear. Are you? <laughs> I don't. I don't like Jameson. You getting? What, what are you talking about? <laughs> if you turn your camera just a hair, you'll probably see a bottle on the on the shelf over there. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I, anyway, might even have, I might even have a bottle in my desk at work. Just saying. Anyway, uh, first stop on the tour is uh, is the Eagle Ridge Golf Club near Tom's River in uh, New Jersey, right out near the Jersey Shore. It's where I go to work every day. Uh, it is also a 27-hole Brian Alt championship design, and it's only an hour outside of Philadelphia, hour outside of New York. Got to go there first because Christian hasn't played it. Andrew, I know you've played it. Christian hasn't played it. It's in great shape. Our golf course superintendent, Pat McMahon, is an amazing, amazing superintendent. Shout out to Pat and all of his guys. And uh, I want I want Christian to play it. I haven't played it since um, I got whooped by the girl that played college golf and by like 30 strokes. So I'm looking forward to uh, to playing Eagle. So that way I can redeem myself with a halfway decent score. We then continue our our little tour of the Mid Atlantic. We stop up at the Ridge at Backbrook private club up in Ringo's, New Jersey which is near New Hope, Pennsylvania, a very touristy destination area. Beautiful rolling terrain, Tom Fazio design. Joel Moore, private owner of the, of the club, had a vision. He wanted the absolute best property he could have. Designed this amazing venue. Guys, I can't even do it justice. And I'm so appreciative of Joel for allowing us to come on there on Sunday. Uh, hopefully, uh, you know, I'll stay out of the members' ways and actually – play fast enough to bun it down the middle. And uh, I think we'll probably go to dinner afterwards over in New Hope, Andrew. As long as we go to uh, to someplace good, because there's always some good food places over there. I'm, I'm a-okay with it. But Well, if you are in the New Hope area, Havana's, got to go to Havana's. So uh, we probably even might have a beverage. Might even be a Jameson, Christian. You do, do, you have, do you drink? No. I don't drink ever. Good. No, I'm not even of age. <laughs> yeah. And then, drum roll, please. We get up Monday morning. You guys got to get there early, just like I am. And uh, it is the Cadence Corner Golf Outing at Yardley Country Club. 1927 design. Uh, small greens, fast greens, good shape. And uh, we have a special guest, I believe, rounding out our foursome. Are we going to give a sneak peek of... Uh... Well, I attempted to at the beginning of the show, and you told me it was an epic fail. Okay, well, you can still tell the listening audience who we're thinking. I mean, come on. Miss it. Miss it. Noonan. Noonan. All right. Well, we are also going to have some other some other celebrities <laughs> there that will be, as you... I hurt, my, I hurt myself on that. The way. I was going to say, you're all right over there? You look like you're... Oh. Okay. Um but we do have some other celebrities that are going to be there too, Dad. Obviously, you mentioned a few of them. Uh, we're going to be trying to interview as many of them as we can that day. So that way you, the listening audience, can get to hear from those celebrities um, alike. So I believe you said we're going to be having guys like Shooter. Shooter. So Shooter will be there. Actor Christopher McDonald, famous 
famous shooter uh, McGavin from uh, from Happy Gilmore. He will be in attendance. As I mentioned already, Michael O'Keefe, who played the legendary, the world's probably most famous caddy, um, Danny Noonan from Caddyshack, he will be there. Uh, Marty York from The Sandlot. Uh, who else we got? Uh, John LeClaire, Paul Holmgren, both NHLers. Uh, John and I go back a number of years. And um, Ricky Batalico, Larry Boa is also going to be there. And for you, Christian, the Philly Fanatic. Christian loves it. In fact, He's got the grin, the Christian grin. <laughs> well, listen, either way, we are going to be having some fun that day. Um, we also, as we have mentioned, we do have our uh, podcast airing also on YouTube and video form. So that way you guys can be able to watch our ugly mugs, be able to talk golf and all things of it. Um, but as an extra little bonus, we are going to be doing a little bit of a road show, as you, as you well know, since a couple of us will be on the road. So we are going to be doing some cool behind the scenes videos as well. Then we'll be posting those on our YouTube channel. Um, so be sure to watch those and, and tune in for those. However, I will say this, the ultimate goal of that day is we got to make as many putts as possible. So that way we can make as many birdies as possible and a, a K a have as much fun as possible. And that's only going to be happening due to our good friends over at perfect practice and with the perfect practice putting mats. Uh, we can't talk about rolling the rock. Can't talk about putting without bringing them up because they are the official putting training aid of golf talk live and the 19th hole podcast, which you are currently listening to. Obviously these mats are the realest of deal. And if you're looking to get better at putting, you need to try them out right now. Um, I have one right behind me. If you can see on our YouTube channel, I have been putting dad. I want to make sure I'm going to be able to live up to the, uh, you know, family name on the putting greens that day. So just saying not a chance. Uh, they do work for the best players in the world, like guys like Dustin Johnson, and they're going to work for guys like you and me too, because if it helped my putting stroke get better, it's going to help you promise me. I, I, I will promise you that. Um, they come in three main sizes. They come in they're all the way from their compact edition, which don't have that, but definitely should have gotten one before we left on our golf trip. So that way I could roll it up and take it into the hotel room, get some last minute putts. And they go all the way up to their XL version. The treasures up to 15 feet when fully extended. If you're looking to get a hold of these practice mats, because obviously you're going to have some rainy days during the summer, you're going to have some bad weather in the future when we get out of the golf season, use our code right now, GTL15. Again, that's GTL15 for 15% off. Get your pouting mat now. Get it at a discount. Don't pay full price. Use our code. And again, I tell you, if they're good enough for world and guy, best players in the world like Dustin Johnson and having him get better. And if they're good enough to help my putting stroke get better, they're going to be good enough for you. Try them out now. Good friends over at Perfect Practice Putting Mats. Christian, I am dying to see this, a putt-off. I've already called it right here. I want to see a putt-off, Andrew against Shooter McGavin, on the Perfect Practice Putting Mat. Shooter's taking that all day. That's you think? 100%. Oh, my God. He's gonna have the he's gonna have the he's gonna have the uh, hand pistols going, and I'm just gonna be mentally just destroyed. So obviously we're gonna be there, but we have to. I want to give a shout out because you know what? I, I just want to make her nervous. But our official videographer for the for the road trip is gonna be uh, joining us as well, right, Andrew? Our our official videographer, aka my uh, my 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 significant other, my wife Carly, is gonna be there. Your She's beautiful be bride, yes, beautiful wife. 
Yes. Um, she will. I don't want to, I don't want to brag too much. Right. You know, um, she will be there. She will be celebrating. She may even have a few swings and might make the YouTube video. Yeah. Um, although we may have to keep it in secret because every time I try to video her when she hits golf balls on the range, she doesn't hit it well. She gets nervous. And then as soon as I stop videoing, she pipes it like 150 down the middle with her driver. So, you know, typical stuff, but um, yes, she will be on the trip. We are looking forward to it. Uh, we're looking forward to picking up Christian here on Friday after we uh, get done with some. I want like I want like pictures on the road. I want like I want. Oh, I want a thousand percent. Thousand I mean, percent. I want to see. I want a picture of the clubs going in the car with like posing. Oh, that's got to happen. That's got to happen. We're gonna do like a, a time lapse. I don't know how we can do that, but I'm gonna let her figure that out. We'll do a time lapse. Oh, we can here. put it to music then. I could probably play some music right now. No, we're not gonna play music. We're done with that. Okay. But anyway, show closed. Obviously, got to get to our closing thoughts. We're we're up here on the 18th green. Christian is – I don't know what he's doing. He's Suddenly he's, a driver just appeared in Christian's frame. Christian is uh, trying to get uh, his old Dude, metal wood. need a drink. Yeah, we need, we need to get out of here. So, Christian, closing thoughts before we, uh, we wrap this up. Yeah, closing thoughts. Course records will be shot this weekend. Everybody stay tuned for that. Dude, you are uh, nuts. It is, gonna, it is going to be a – Freaking birdie barrage this weekend. Putts will be made thanks to our good friends over at Perfect Practice. Wouldn't be able to make putts, obviously, without them. I'm going to make some bombs this weekend. I'm going to have a drink with with the birthday boy this weekend. We're going to have a great time. We hope that you guys enjoy the content. We'll see you guys next week. Ed? Um, I can't top that, Andrew. I mean, I'm going to be sitting by the fire pit all weekend long just saying – Christian, stop your flexing. It's okay. Because I'm built different. You're not that guy, pal. You're not that guy. <laughs> Trust me, you're not that guy. You're not that guy. We um, may be introducing a couple of new uh, uh, sponsors, we affiliates. May. We may. We may. Um, guys, thank you guys for tuning in, as always. Um, we will see you next time on next Wednesday. Again, stay tuned to our YouTube channel. Also, our, all of our Instagram and social media. Be sure to follow us. Hit that link in our bio on our social media, especially – um, that way you can be able to get access to everything I've, I've created it up. So it makes it nice, super and simple. Um, again, as I always mentioned, this is going to be also on our YouTube channel. If you'd like to watch us post, um, listening to us, you want to see the ugly mugs and, and all the laughs and, and the humor that we do have here. Um, other than that, please do share it with all of your friends, family, and any golfers you may know. We are trying to always grow and get better. And also let us know some thoughts and feedback on this show so that way we can get better. If, if you want to hear another topic or something we may not have covered, let us know. Um, thank you again to our good friends over at Perfect Practice and Yips. We are going to have some special announcements here. That's and Greens Keepers. And Greens Keepers. Yep, excuse me. Apologies. Um, and, yeah, we'll see you guys next time. Aren't we, aren't we trying to get a fourth, too, for this weekend? We are trying to get a fourth for this weekend. I don't know if it'll happen, though. He, he's been dodging yeah. us. I mean, Frankie, ball's in your court, buddy. If you're nervous of playing us. Okay, there's another There's another somewhat knowledgeable, everybody knows, podcast that's out there. They go by the name Foreplay. Frankie, you live like an hour from Eagle Ridge. Open invite. Got an opening for fourth. Come I, on down. I think he's not answering because he's scared that. <laughs> Not only you two will beat him, but we will all smoke him. I think that's what he's nervous about. He's, he's dodging you. I think no. he's on. I think he's on a golf trip. Himself. He's scared because you know what, Alan? You know we're gonna hit it long and straight, and he's gonna do what? Probably hit it short and crooked. <laughs>